marriage is a journey. And at some point, the honeymoon stage will end and real life begins. Then what? Marriage takes work. You got finances, careers, conflict, communication, good grief, how to fold the towels, how to squeeze the toothpaste, and maybe even children all have to be figured out. There will be high highs. And there will be low lows. You can learn the hard way. Or you can learn from other people's example. We are Robin Meredith Kendall and the Honest Marriage Podcast. Together, we can help you navigate these times. Because in marriage, you're in it for better and worse. Welcome to the Honest Marriage Podcast. My name is Meredith Kendall. And I am Rob Kendall, and we are your co-hosts of the Honest Marriage Podcast. And this is something that we decided that we were going to do because uh, just a couple days from now, we will be celebrating 36 years of marriage. Yay. As I've said many, many times, <laughs> we've been happily married for 23 years, and we're celebrating our 36th year of marriage. We've learned a lot over the last 36 years, both positive and negative things, because in marriage, you're in it for better and, and worse. worse, and uh, you've got to commit through it. And uh, so we are going to be uh, doing an episode today on Financials. finances. Money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, so the question would be, is why do we feel like money is one of the big things that we would want to talk about in one of our early episodes that we're doing here? Well, because money is such a hot topic, it's also a... Um, based on some statistics, it's a very high cause of divorce. Yeah, um, yeah. Saw a couple of different uh, surveys, statistics, that kind of thing. Um, there was one um, that I found by some uh, lawyers that said that um, like 30, if they um, argue, that's what it was, if they argue about finances at least once a week, uh, they are 30% more likely to get divorced. Yeah, I can believe that. So they And I've, I've heard that it is second only to infidelity. Right. On the reason for divorce. Um, yeah, Ramsey Solutions, uh, the Dave Ramsey folks, they say that uh, money fights are the second leasing, leading cause of divorce and that almost half of couples who make $50,000 or more they have more fifty thousand or more in consumer debt. Right, right, right. The debt. They say money is the top reason for arguments in their marriage. Right. So I mean, you got people like Time Magazine and New York Times and Market Watch and different places like that that talk about the importance mm-hmm. in your marriage and in your relationships about money. Um, yeah, there was this other one. At, um, I think it was off the Market Watch. It said that nearly half of Americans who are married or uh, living with a partner, say they argue with that person over money, okay? According to the survey more than um, of more than a 1,000 people, mm-hmm. um, they say that these, uh, these fights are about spending habits, mm-hmm. with 60% saying that one person spends too much and the other is too cheap. I'm the cheapie. I'm the, I'm the one that spends too much money. I am perfectly <laughs> fine being cheap. 
I like being cheap. Yeah. That's why I have a brand new Samsung watch that was free and I don't have to pay anything <laughs> on the monthly bill because I'm cheap and wouldn't take it any other way. <laughs> That's another story for another time. But they also talk about fights. Um, they were pretty evenly split between someone being dishonest about money mm-hmm. and not telling people about oh, wow. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, even like TD Ameritrade, this mm-hmm. is a, like a financial company. They they talk about, they found that 41% of Gen Xers and 29% of boomers say that their marriage ended due to disagreements over money. I right. mean, so this isn't just, these aren't just, you know, Johnny, Johnny podcast, honest right. marriage podcast saying that this is it. These are like huge corporations that say money is a really big deal in marriage. Well, and, um, you know, I know that we come from a Christian perspective, but there are also some very key verses in the Bible that talk sure. about money. Sure. You know, uh, one of them is um, the one that the the one that we all like to uh, misquote. The yeah. one that says, you know, the love of money. Or no, no, no. Oh, or yeah, the money yeah, yeah. is all money. The... Money is the root of all evil. Yeah. No, that's not what it says. It says the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Right. Uh, yeah. And that is in First uh, Timothy 6. Yeah. But um, I want to start in verse 8 really quick. But it says, but if we have food and clothing, mm-hmm. then we'll be content with that. I don't think we've learned contentment. Absolutely not. We're going to talk about that as part of our yeah. conversation today. Right. Is learning to be content with what you have. being Finding joy in what you have. Right. Being joyful in all situations whether you have money or whether you don't have it. And then it keeps um, going on. It says, those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. Yeah. Now, if I'm not rem- uh, if I'm remembering correctly, there were some uh, acquaintances that we had years and years and years ago that if I'm not mistaken, didn't he lose his house in some... You know, want he like he wanted he got hungry for money and then and then blew it all like into gambling or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was an addiction. I don't think yeah. that was. I don't know that that was the love of money as much as that was the love of of the excitement of gambling okay. and that kind of thing. But but um, I think he just had to have all this money though too. I think is well, how it might have. Sure, I don't it remember, probably but, may have started. Who yeah. knows? It may have been debt that he was trying to win yeah. big to pay off. Who knows? Which we're going to talk about debt. But we are. But then it, then it goes on and it says, For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people people eagle for money. <laughs> wow. Some <laughs> people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. Yeah, so money is So when is you love Maloney yeah. more than God, right. there's, a, there's a huge issue there. So... Now, why why is money such a big deal? Well, we gotta marriage? have, well, we gotta have money to live. You do, but I think I, like I, money. I think like any topic, mm-hmm. shared values. Yeah, I mean that was the very first episode that we yeah. did because shared values are so important uh, in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, we said we believe it's probably the number one thing in a relationship is shared values. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have to have shared values when it comes to money. You've got to be on the same page. Right. And it doesn't mean, and, and I know I just said something about Ramsey a few minutes ago. Uh, you, you got to be on the same page. If that means, you know what, we're going to finance a house or we're going to finance a car or we're going to have controllable credit card debt so that we can get 
points to fly or whatever it is that you know those those are decisions that you have to make together right. you have to be on the same page with that i think that it's important with that uh the shared value in being on the same page i think it's important too that you you understand uh what the roles are in the relationship mm-hmm. when it comes to money mm-hmm. um and in our particular situation i failed accounting twice okay I should not be the guy keeping, keeping, you know, you, you have a bookkeeping company. You actually do bookkeeping for companies. You've been trained by, by tax experts. You worked for a business company where you did tax returns and, and bookkeeping and preparation of the taxes for reports and all this. Why would I handle the money? I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. (laughs) But you, but I do keep you in the loop. You do. And my general thing is, you know, just give me a ballpark where we're at within a thousand dollars. You know, I mean, that's I, I trust you that that you understand what we're doing with our finances. And and I just need to know where we're at. I don't need right. a, a detailed report necessarily, unless, of course, we start losing money then. Okay, book, <laughs> okay bookkeeper, let's get on QuickBooks and find out what you did with all the money because I'm the cheap guy and you like spending money. So, but no. But it doesn't matter if it's debt or purchases or or whatever it is. You got to be on the same page, right? And I think, especially today, I keeping up. You know, the uh, the famous words are keeping up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. You know, I. Why have we gotten so caught up in that in society? That we have to keep up with the neighbors. I mean, wasn't there a movie that we saw one time said keep up with the Joneses or something about how they were, it was almost like one of those social media uh, dilemma movies kind of thing, how they showed when people, like they came into the neighborhood and they were... Um, I don't remember any movie like this. You don't this, remember no. this? But they were keeping... They I were, don't. They were... Um, I remember one with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. That's Mr. and Mrs. Smith, though, not Jones. <laughs> So that was a good movie, though. They were both spies, and yeah, I liked that one. No, but this one, seriously, they moved in. They weren't even a family, but they would, like, uh, flaunt their stuff. And they were getting the neighbors to go into debt because of the way they were talking about their things. Okay. And people were losing, I mean, and then, like, families were being destroyed over it. Okay. It was like a social project. Not sure what that has to do with shared values at this point in time. You're kind of jumping. Well, ahead no, on we, the were the, we were talking about we're making. But we were talking about keeping up with the Joneses. And I think you, that was, you transitioned into I'm keeping sorry. up with the Joneses, and I wasn't <laughs> done yet with shared values. I'm sorry. Um, we'll no, go back to I, I shared think values. the shared values. If you don't have the same opinion, that's where you get, or you're not on the same page. That's where you get like one spouse who has a hidden credit card. Oh yeah. Because you're not on the same page. Right. And, and money. You know, mm-hmm. I mean I, I we know of couples that when they got married they had already both established careers and basically they take all the bills in the family, they split them right down the middle, you pay fifty percent out of your money, I pay fifty percent out of my money, and whatever's left is mine and whatever's left is yours. And now personally we couldn't do that. The two became one. Correct. So everything we have is both of ours together. Um but, but I know people that that's their shared value is I, you pay half, I pay half, everything else is mine mm-hmm. or yours, and we do with it what we want. Um, as I said, it wouldn't work for you and I, but we have to be on the same page. Correct. You have to be on the same right. page. you got to have those shared values. And even when, and I think we talked about this once before. <laughs> Are you going to go into tithing? Uh, we're going to go into tithing. <laughs> you know, when, when we were first married, I... 
I had her pull out a $20 bill basically out of her purse when the plate was coming through, which at $3.35 an hour, which is what minimum wage was when I when we first got married and I was working, I threw a $20 bill in the offering plate and she snatched it back out. And uh, <laughs> I was like, put that back. We'll talk about it later. Uh, yep. Sitting in a sitting in church trying to be as quiet as I can to let my wife know that $20 was given being being given back to God and we are on the same page now right and uh and we we talk through different ministries that we're going to support mm-hmm. and different uh different things that you know whether it be someone running in a in a in a thing for clean water for uh, right. world vision our right. sister-in-law just did that and we supported that you right know? Um, so, but we're on the same page on those kinds of things. So it's, uh, yeah. (laughs) So let's, let's go with keeping up with the Joneses since, you know, you jumped ahead. I'm keeping up. Yeah. Um, So we've already talked a little bit about that. Well, yeah, but I mean, we live in a society that is very superficial. Yes. And I think that personally and I've been very anti-social media on a lot of these podcasts and if you go to my social media page right now it says temporarily closed for spiritual maintenance and uh it may become permanently closed for spiritual maintenance I've kind of enjoyed not being as tied into it but um you know you we always want to put out how great our lives are Mm-hmm. In social media, mm-hmm. uh, unless of course you're the victim that always has to share every single thing that happens wrong to you, and you get to tell only your side of the story. <laughs> we'll talk about and, that later. Yeah, Keep that's a different that's not, thing. But, this is about finances. This but, is about I mean, money. So, so for instance, though, you and I just got back from a weekend in Georgia, right? And there are some beautiful views in Georgia. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a property that we don't own, but mm-hmm. we have access to it, and we go down there semi regularly. We will spend a lot of time down there this year. Um, and I'm sure that people could see that and just go, oh, man, I would love a vacation place like that to go to. And that's not at all Mm-mm. what we're doing, you know. Right. It's uh, it's someone else's property that we get to help work on the property and we get to enjoy the benefits of it uh, without having to pay all the bills. It's actually kind of <laughs> nice. Um, and the dog loves it because he just gets to run free on about 50 acres of land. So, <laughs> but I, I think that social media has made keeping up with the Joneses worse. Mm-hmm. Um, there is something in our society that stuff is important. Yeah, and I and I wonder how much with the social media and keeping up with the the you know the next post you know whatever has created also a lot of our mental illness. Oh sure, I could see that. You know, I could see my that. life is not as great as it that I'm portraying it to be. Right. Um, and I think that's also when we can very easily get into credit card debt and into trouble. Sure. sure. Um, you know, well, and they've, they've done studies on the importance of what, what the effects the brain are mm-hmm. when you see likes on right. your social media right. page and when you see hearts on your Instagram page or Facebook or whatever it is and how it releases dopamine and it literally can become an addiction to mm-hmm. you. That you have to have these likes, and that's why some of these young girls are sending pictures to people that they should never be sending, is because they crave the like. They right. crave the attention that they get and the dopamine hit that they get right. in their brain because they have done, uh, because they've gotten a positive response back. Mm-hmm. It was part of the training that I've been doing for churches for six or seven years on right. the mindset and how the brain operates. Um, and so it's, uh, it, 
I think that there is that same effect that happens with someone saying, oh, wow, that's a great new car you just got. You know, and now me being Mr. Cheap, I'm like, yeah, I got a $500 watch and all I had to do is pay 40 bucks in taxes for it. So I'm really happy and I get the ding and the dopamine because I got something great for free. Um, at the same time, we did just, just buy last week or a week and a half ago, bought a brand new vehicle. And it's because uh, we were able to lower our payment. Mm-hmm. Uh, they gave us incredible, I mean, we literally walked away uh, paying very little for a brand new vehicle because our used vehicle in this market was so right was so wanted right uh, that, that and it, but that and that was not something we had to do. No matter of fact, we walked away a few times because we're like, that's not what we want. That's not what that's not going to benefit us. Right. That's not what we so, agreed to. Yeah. And that's what we agreed to. So um, thank you very much. But I Give me don't. My keys. Yeah. I don't need this. <laughs> right. And, you know, and I think for the first time in a very long time, it was wonderful to be in the driver's seat with that. No pun yeah. intended. Right. But because I didn't need it. Right. Nor did I want it. I, yeah. It was something that was... There's some nice features on the new one, but I kind of miss the old one in a lot of ways. <laughs> I'm going to like the new payment. Let me put it that way. I understand. I like the new I payment. It. If I, I have a payment, it. I like the new payment. But but I didn't need it, nor did I want it. They came looking at us. Right. You know, and then we're like, okay, fine. But it wasn't an emotional... And we I, weren't trying to keep up with anybody. Right. And I, and I think... I think so much of our purchases lately, mm-hmm. not us personally, but I think purchases lately are emotional purchases. Oh, sure. You know, um, you know, when we teach a budgeting class and mm-hmm. stuff, we talk about the fact that if you can't afford uh, a, a date night or a movie night or something like that, you, we're not talking about going and spending $100, but you need to at least put in your budget like five dollars or ten dollars so you can go get a movie from Redbox and maybe some popcorn or something maybe and then bring it home and you you need to make time for that because if not when you do finally get money then you'll blow it right and part of that is because you're trying to keep up with all the pictures you see on social media where people are at all inclusive uh resorts and i was just talking to a guy the other day who's he's getting married and he's, I've already spent $7,000 on this honeymoon to, to Florida, and we're going to spend, he said, it's going to be another few thousand. He said, I'm going broke for this thing. And it's like, you know, that's not a very smart way to start your marriage, that you're, right. you're spending all of the money that you have on a week of time. What are you going to do when that week's up? And now you're broke. Uh, yeah, but I, but again, he... He even said he's seen all these people. They go and they do all these great things, and so he wants to be able to do that too. And well, live within your means. Right. I mean, it took us twenty-five years to go on our honeymoon. It did. And we saved, and we saved, and we saved. We did, and then we went on a cruise, and we did it right. We stayed on the spa deck and had a balcony and everything <laughs> else. But you're right. We we spent uh, we spent a lot of time preparing for that. Right. Because when we got married, did I mention three dollars and thirty-five cents an hour is? <laughs> As minimum wage when we got married. Yeah, that was uh, that was good. Yeah. And the other part of that, you know, we've talked about keeping up, and it rolls right into the debt. 
mm-hmm. that so many people trying to keep up with the Joneses will go into debt. And credit cards are so easy to get nowadays. And you can get one from a thousand different stores. You can right. get it from your clothing store. You can get it from the gas company. You can get them from a shoe store. You can get them from a hat store, I'm sure. I don't know that for well, a fact. And the, but, but the thing is with the clothing stores now is they're changing all theirs over to, like, to MasterCards or Visas. Right. So now you can use it anywhere. It's right. not just that store. And I think that is also another, you know, like a little hook, you know? Yeah. Like, okay. And then they send you send you stuff that says, now if you use this elsewhere, you get an additional 2% or you get an additional 3%, you know? Right. Um, but when you're talking about credit cards and stuff, so we just opened my business, mm-hmm. you know, my bookkeeping business. Just last week, I got five letters saying hey Mm -hmm. congratulations here is a line of credit for your brand new business up to fifty thousand i'm like what well and that's the other crazy thing when you do go get you know a a credit card from somewhere and you've made three good payments you suddenly get a you suddenly get a notification by the way we've bumped your credit so now it's not twenty five hundred now it's five thousand right and if you don't have control, if you're not on the same page, if you don't have uh, self-discipline self-discipline when it comes to your money, you go, oh, I can get that new 60-inch TV. Right. And you go and you blow that entire 2500 bucks in right. a single purchase or in a single day. I mean, you can go to any big box store. Now, and I'm not saying bad things about credit cards because there are people out there that they have a credit card, right. again, because of the miles. They travel. Oh, sure. And pay it off every month. They pay they it use off it every for month. gas because right. you get a discount on your gas, right. whatever it is. Yep. That's and then, just don't live beyond your means. Correct. And oh, that's a great one. And I think so many people do that today. Oh, it's only a twenty-five dollar payment. Right. Well, oh, then what it's you only don't a ten dollar payment. Is, well, and the one that kills me is is people are using their credit card to buy groceries. Right. Well, okay. Let's add the twenty percent every month to your groceries and realize that that ham that you took the coupon in to save yourself you know 50 cents on a ham you just spend an extra four dollars on that ham in interest for because your you credit card because yeah. you didn't pay it off and you have a balance so yep. and and i get there are times when in our marriage there are times where we have gone into debt because things got really there was a sudden change in the situation right. we were in and we had to have something and we had a credit card we used it and so, but, but the deal is, is that can't be the standard pattern by which you live. Correct. It was a, that was a once kind of thing. It wasn't a, oh, let's go do this. Oh, let's go do that. Oh. Well, we did that a couple of times in our marriage as well. We had, but we've we learned. Went into incredible debt. <clears throat> and we then did. I, then I totaled a vehicle and we couldn't have me continue to make the money that I was making. And so what did we do? We ended up filing bankruptcy. Um, so that's that's uh, that's tough, but we've learned from that. We and have part of what we've said in this at the beginning is you don't have to make all the mistakes yourself. You can learn from other people's mistakes, <laughs> and uh, we have made them. We so have. what are some what are some resources if people want to say okay, let's we really we're not on the same page in our okay. marriage. What are some things that they could do to say okay, let's see if we can figure out. You know, like I've read, I've read some of the Ramsey books, mm-hmm, which is financial peace, financial peace. Mm-hmm. Um, we've never actually taken the class, but we've read the books. Right. Um, we did do now, Crown Financial. I, yep. 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 Crown, Crown Financial was, um, was an amazing one um, yep. because it kind of fit with anybody if they had money or didn't have money. It was more right. of a cognitive behavior almost kind of thing. Right. Yeah. But, um, and also, um, we have a friend, 
uh, her and her husband run Dominion Financial Management um, in Rutherford County. And they will help you kind of make a... um, make a plan take that chaos that you're in mm-hmm. but it, it is a christian company and they're basically wanting to help you um i guess lack of a better word also save your marriage if you're sure. married kind of thing but helping you to get that your married your money under control right and taking that chaos out of that right. and work with you and because money money often People feel like money gives them self-esteem. Money mm-hmm. gives them power. Money gives them, gives them, gives. Money is a tool. Right. That's you have to get your mind around the concept that money is nothing but a tool. Right. You got to pay it's bills. Not, it's not something that you know. Now look, I love tools. I remodel houses. <laughs> um, I was just talking this weekend. I was a few new tools I would like to get, uh, but I'm cheap, so I'm not spending the money to get those tools. But um, money's a tool, and view it as a tool, not the goal. Mm-hmm. And we often uh, spend money on things that shouldn't be spent. Uh, and we should well, be and spending be... that money on people or spending that right. time on people. Right. And... I mean, I'll even be honest today, you know, as um, driving home, you know, that we tried to go to McDonald's twice today on our drive I know home. Once we tried to go to McDonald's. Twice. Okay. We got. The very first oh, yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah, right. We and did. both times, something stopped. And I'm like, after I got in there the second time, I went, you know what? I didn't need that. Right. I wanted it. I did too. But I didn't need it. And, you know, and if we had right. gotten two meals and we hadn't gone thrifty, uh-huh. we could have paid between 15 and $20 for two meals by the time you get done with it. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I didn't need to spend that money. I no, had food. We had food in the I car, had, and you know, we had snacks. And yeah, we and, actually, and I actually yeah. did say thank you, Lord, for stopping me. Yeah, for that because I was like, I would have eaten that, and then I would have regretted it. And <laughs> well, said, we're running out of time, but oh. that, that, no, that, that actually brings up a good point, though. Is sometimes, I mean, people may even be hearing that and going, "Come on, it's fifteen or twenty bucks for McDonald's. What's mm-hmm. the big deal?" Well, the big deal is, is often people. Well, back when back when we were really rolling back in the day and I remodeled and you were in real estate, we were making tons of money and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. I added up one right. one month right. how much money we spent doing the 25 here, 25 there, and then taking the kids out for dinners at night. And we spent almost $3,000 going out to eat. It was ridiculous. Right. The amount of money because you hit you run through a fast food place on the way to, on the way to the job site, then you run out for lunch, and then you take your kids to dinner, and you go, I don't want fast food. I've already done that. Let's go to a sit down restaurant. And you right. drop a hundred and some odd dollars for. I mean, we were literally spending almost a hundred dollars a day going out to eat, and right. that's just. But it was only twenty here, or twenty there, or fifteen because you don't 15 see it. there because you don't really see mm-hmm. it until you go through and do the math, and you go, what in the world have we been doing? And so, I will tell you, getting rid of your, not getting rid of your debit card because you can't get rid of it, but basically pulling cash out when you get paid and saying, sure. you know, and I think it's Dave Ramsey who has the, the, the envelope, the envelope system, method. Yeah. And basically when that money is gone, it's gone, it's gone and you don't use that credit card. And you learn to balance your yes. budget that way because mm-hmm. you are forced to live within the, the means. means that you have. Yep. So. There you go. This has been good, I think. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for people who have been contacting us with with feedback. 
Uh, would love to hear from you if you have thoughts on this. We actually do have a budgeting program that we, we have been using for years. And we have uh, mm-hmm. with with different different uh, uh, ministries that we've worked with. If you're interested in learning more about that, uh, let us know. But you can get in touch with us at Honest Marriage Podcast at gmail.com. You would think by now I would remember that. <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. Honest Marriage Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Share with your friends. Let us know what you think. Yep. And uh, appreciate you listening. Anything else that you want to say last last thing there? No. Closing thoughts? No closing thoughts. But just that we are in it for better. And worse. And worse. Thank you for joining us for today's Honest Marriage Podcast. We would love to hear from you. You can find us at Honest Marriage Podcast on Facebook and Instagram or email us with your questions and comments at honestmarriagepodcast at gmail.com. We hope today's episode was helpful and you were encouraged because in marriage, you're in it for better and worse.